1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at
0: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandy's. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons from beauty products to box water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac, and I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the dead. It isn't just about talent. You have to have something else you have to have a special kind of nerve, Georgia O'Keefe. So I feel like when I first decided to come to New York almost 40 years ago, that I did have a kind of nerve. And the kind of nerve that I had was, I didn't think about, you know, in the early 80s, this is like 83, I didn't think about the gangs in New York, I didn't think about the crime in New York, I didn't think about the possibility of there not being, um, at that time I was doing theater and I was auditioning, that there weren't any roles. It wasn't until the noise and people started getting into my head that I started thinking like, well, is there a role out there for me or am I going to get an agent And all these things? But there's something inside of us that has the audacity, that has the mitigating gall to think, regardless of what the stakes are, the hurdles, the obstacles, there's a place there for me. So I want you to practice when you can, if you choose to, every day to say to yourself, I have the audacity to do this. and That alone will motivate, inspire, protect my spirit and my soul from the noise and continue to encourage me on my journey. Today, I will confront all the noise and shoo it away. (sighs)
3: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
4: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher.
2: Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with B. Tracy Moore. And I feel delighted today. That's the term that I want to use. I feel parts of flutter. Excuse me, turning butter because our guests today, we speak the same language. And in speaking the same language, it doesn't matter. You know, there are things that change with the time, but the essence and the foundation, woo woo. And to have a conversation with somebody who authentically knows what you were speaking about and what you talked about is so refreshing. And what's even more refreshing is that we're developing a sisterhood. This is my first time meeting her, but I truly follow her and support her. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Thea Washington, casting director, producer. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be
6: here with you today.
2: Oh, it's an honor to have you. I love following and watching other casting directors in the industry especially those that look like me because it was a handful when I started out in the late 80s like 87 yeah at at MTV in 1987 and um yeah and and it was so because it's like full circle when I was um when I first met you in my head on IG and I looked up all your credits and I was like, Oh, she's in, you know, the reality lane. However, talent is talent. And so, you know, you are also in live action and, you know, and so the thing that I thought was great was like, this is how I started, but this was before IG, Google, even internet. Right. And, At MTV, they were casting like, um, they wanted comedians to be host of the show because they were quick on their feet and this, and I went to this comedy club in the village and met Dave Chappelle, and he was like 19, fresh up here, you know, and I was like, this dude right here, this dude, so every opportunity, and at that time, most of the comedians that I was casting there were, were white but I would like insert people of color because yeah. I'm say, i just giving you choices that's all just choices right so um and then when Dave did audition um they 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 weren't ready mm. and two years later they said Tracy can you get that Dave Chappelle guy and I was like Robin had been in tights that brother's gone like no but it's
7: my friend.
6: <laughs> so, wow. So for you, oh. Yeah. So how oh, did it hey, start? But hey, oh, I'm sorry, like you just dropped a boom, a bomb. I didn't what? know. About. <laughs> so like, what other? Because I, I grew up in the music industry. My mom was in the music so I would be glued to the television. Are there any VJs that you're proud of? Like,
2: because oh. I'm like a
6: historian a little bit when it comes to the music, but.
2: Um, I mean, um, I would say, like, I worked with Egypt. Oh, my God. Egypt Sherrod. She's like... I I worked with Egypt Sherrod at WBLS when she first started out. Okay. Um, I introduced her to an agent at the time, Abrams Artist. Yeah. And he specifically worked in the hosting department. And that's where she got her first... Um, TV gig through there. Wow. Um, Trey Renee is in Portland, Oregon now, but I worked <laughs> with her in the beginning of her. Um, and then I hired um way back star in Buckwild. Way. Oh way, my way gosh. Back. The wild, way, wow. Way,
6: wow.
2: Yeah. Way back. Um, VH1. Um, they loved Angie Martinez. Oh Love. My gosh. Yeah.
6: Wait, you were part of Angie Martinez.
2: Like, well, what I. Um, I worked at um, MTV and VH1. And so when we were looking for a new host, we automatically tapped into the VJ lane. That was like the first place we went. And then we would like think outside the box of a musical artist, you know, because um, I think it's cool when you when they like like MC, Light, she's a great host, you know, yeah but that's outside of the box for a VJ, you know. Oh, Steph Lover, I work with Steph yes, Lover.
6: She's down here now in D.C. I know.
2: <laughs> I miss Steph. Oh my god, like the best times were with Steph Lover. <laughs> she is like so much fun. Um, um, oh my god. Uh, I DJ Envy currently. I've coached pretty much most of his children, like at least the first four. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's where, when I would audition, that's where I would tap into. And then, um, oh my God, um, on, on WBLS, Jeff Fox, Jeff okay. Fox. Okay. So I used to have this segment. This is so crazy. I can't believe your interview of me, but I will tell you this. So we thought oh, it oh, back in your like- but cause we're, we're connected. We're connected. This is like our introduction and I see it already. Um, but Jeff Fox, uh, he got me a position every Friday. I would come to the station and do, did you know? And the first one I did was like, did you know that Whitney Houston produced, uh, the princess diaries along with, uh, Deborah, um, oh my God, Elsa Martin, Deborah Martin. Wow. Um, and so I would pull facts About people of color, like the writer of Married with Children, so rich he was able to buy a castle in Connecticut. And it's a black man that wrote that series and created that series.
6: What? So I didn't even know that. I was today years old. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, okay. Another question. (laughs) Were you there when Wendy Williams was there? Because remember, she was at seven and
2: all of that happened. You were there? I was at a very scary time because <laughs> um, I can't, I want to say Joe Buttons, but I really don't want to put his name out there because I can't clarify it. So I'm going to retract that Joe Button. Mm-hmm. However, it was at the time, whoever the big one was at um, Hot 97 I was being interviewed at that time by different people. That's how I got with Jeff Fox because I was a celebrity acting coach and I was working with rappers. And so um, that's how the radio stations at that time, they were like, oh, you know, interview me. So on Hot 97, they were like, well, who's your favorite client, Buster or Eve? And I was like, I'm not going to do that. You know, who's the most difficult? And that, you know, that was their barrage of questioning, right? I kept it positive. I kept it light. Then Wendy Williams um, was getting ready to do her movie. The Mm. book had come out and she was getting ready to do the movie. Excuse me. Excuse me. And they were interested in me coaching um, whoever was cast playing her. And they offered me an interview on her show. And at the time, there was some things that were challenging with one of my clients. And I was like, Oh, I hope she doesn't bring me on to talk about him because I can't talk about him. I have a loyalty. Right. Mm -hmm. And all my friends were like, scaring me. Like she's going to try to get in your head and ask you who you work with and have you noticed. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, It actually was the complete opposite. She was so nice to me. Um, She was really intrigued by my job. Like, you really go on the road. You're with them every day. You're on the set. And I was like, yep, that's pretty much it. But it's more than that because, you know, I could look at my clients on set before COVID and know, yeah, he needs a break right now or... There's Mm. something on,
7: you
2: know, you were absolutely don't have that. Absolutely. Because you know why? Because the thing is, is that, and you know, this when you're casting, right. And you have their stars and everybody, the studio and everybody's happy and then you go to work and it's like, it's not really that same kind of energy. And you're like, wait, yesterday we were wrong. And it's like, no, now, you know, this is about the money. This is a job, get it done. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes, then it's like, well, wow. It's not as family community as I thought it was, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I came in when I came in the coaching, it was fine, avoid, fill it. The hip hop artists were getting commercial offers, Sprite, Missy Elliott, all of them. And I was like, they need help transitioning from this to that because not every character is all of this. Yes. You know?
6: Wow, whoa. Okay. That's crazy because remember, like I remember when that whole transition happened mm-hmm. and a lot of the studied actors were hating on oh uh, they were hating on them so bad. It's almost oh. How like the American actors aren't so pleased with the British actors. Like it was that same right. tension. Right. So you were you were in the middle of all of that. Like,
2: what was I it was like? on Shaft and <laughs> um the first day, there was a little tardiness on my client. And at that time, I'm gonna say at that time, because you know, I haven't done a film with him recently or anything, but there are some actors who challenge, you know, working with rappers because actors like Sam Jackson have trained um, Mm -hmm. and studied and, and they know how to be disciplined in their craft. And sometimes it feels like, oh, well you're here and you're transitioning here. So there was a comment made and I definitely took it personal Um, and I said to him that this is not something new. This was Doris Day, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. Like this has been going on, but rappers get this focus, concentration and judgment. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he did say the saving grace was the fact that he had a coach that Mm -hmm. at least he knew he needed a coach. Um, But yeah, that was like throughout the whole thing. And this is the deal. And you know, the bottom line is money in Hollywood. So what's going to fill those seats? So should I have an actor fill this seat or should I get a rapper who's really Mm -hmm. successful right now, put them in it and then get all they seats?
6: You know what that's similar to? And maybe tell me what you think about this. Is the rapper... Turning into actor, the same thing as the reality star or the influencer turning into actor. That's the nuance of today. Like,
2: that's the new beef. I will say this because I do coach reality stars um, that the ones who are able to transition and, you know, have that. Um, I coach Vanessa Simmons. And Vanessa, I've been, I, I, I want to say at least seven years and she has a film that's coming out on BET June 8th, okay. um, that they'll make the announcement and everything. Um, right. and the thing is, is that Vanessa works on her craft. There's nothing that has been handed to her. Like she really, when she gets an audition, she calls me, you know, we prepare, we work. People who think that it's not about the work, it's just lines. How hard could it be? That type mm-hmm. of energy. I I feel blessed that I'm able to choose people just as they're able to choose me. Because mm. you don't want to waste people's time, you know, like time. And especially when you, the wiser you get in life, I've, been around for a minute, the more you recognize that time is the value. Time is, time is the happiness. This is the light at the end of the tunnel, how you spend your time, how you choose to speak to people in your time, how they choose, you know, because that's something you can't get back. So I choose as well, you know, because it is all about energy and it's all about mindset. It really is all about the mindset as well. You guys see how um, Thea pivoted and turned that around? You see that? You, y'all you saw that? It was good, though. This is a conversation. That's what I love. No, I want to know what what was your introdu- introduction to casting? Because it's not like they have casting schools, how to be a casting director, book, seminar, web Why? It's, it's so hush hush. It's so,
6: yes, that is such a valid, valid point. Um, my introduction to casting, I really believe that every single job you do, no matter how minuscule Mm. or how irrelevant you think it may be, it all goes (laughs) into this industry, but more so casting. Like you have to be, um, casting is so hard people think we just walk down the street and point somebody oh you're going to be a star no right Right. Um, but I would say like my upbringing was kind of a um introduction into cat like I knew I wanted to do something entertainment you know I always say I thought I was going to be diddy but (laughs) 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 you know I grew up my mom was a label rep for all of the record labels from Loud, RCA, EMI, Reprise. And I grew up, like I went to WBLS a million times in Hot 97 and, um, you know, been with her on tours and things. And I eventually um, got a job working at Sony. um, As a Sony, first I was a college marketing rep, then I became a a marketing rep. And um, the the business changed. Uh, And I've taken a lot of different transition. I worked for the top brokerage firm in the multicultural, um, category, um, shout out to Mr. May GBL sales. And wow. her. Uh, she has the ubiquitous trade show, which is pretty huge, but we were in charge of getting all the products that I grew up using from Luster organic Root simulator, um, to Leah YG natural products, and be skincare into the Target's Walmart CVS's and doing um, the planograms and the marketing report and then the social media back then. Um, mm-hmm. And then I did PA and that BET and um, I, I did a whole lot. And
8: mm-hmm.
6: I had gotten to a point where it, it's like a round, it's a long story and a short story, mm-hmm. but the short story is um, I was a stylist I quit my job at the top brokerage firm, um, at the top of my career, right. making great money, very young. But I was like, I want to open a thrift store because the return on investment is amazing. Whatever. Did a photo shoot, um, with my clothes and the photographer asked me to come back and do the same thing I did with my clothes with someone else's. And at first I was like, mm-hmm. okay, open them, whatever. But that turned me into a stylist. Wow. Uh, so I was glad that I was obedient and just went.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
6: and I got signed to an agency and I started doing tons of commercials, but it would be like one big check a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I get that constant money?
7: Mm-hmm.
6: So um I kind of fell in a way into casting. Um mm-hmm. I was working on a television show as the stylist. It was a low-paying show on the ID channel. Mm-hmm. And, um the casting director quit, and I was like, "I do it. I do that all the time. I got you." You know, it was a crime show. It's called uh, "Copycat Killers." It was season one. Oh of yeah, I've heard you probably you. on season twenty now. But wow. Um, so she kind of showed me a few things. Didn't tell me too much. Mm-hmm. It suck. I continued to do that and the styling at the same time. Wow. <laughs> people weren't getting their checks, so I started helping to process the checks. Um, sometimes the makeup artists they didn't have money in the Budget to pay the makeup artists. So I was like, "All right, I'll powder. I'll powder them. I'll put some blood on them. Whatever. Let me Google wow. blood goes because we did have Google at the time." um And so I ended up doing all these jobs. And from there, I was just like, "This is my film school because I've I've done everything. Yes. on it." And I was like, "As long as I can get through this, this is going to open up some doors. I don't know what, but it will." So from there, I started getting calls from casting, and I was like, "Wait, I don't have to come to set." wait, you just want me to do one job? Wait, what? So um, I started casting a ton of shows for the ID channel, um, like all the crime shows and then commercials. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I've done more, like uh, HBO, We Own The City, uh, Rustin, which um, it comes out, I don't know the date, but it was with the Obama's production company, Mm -hmm. uh, Higher Ground, Um, I've done Disney projects all from here. And I just took the concept because I have a son. um, How do I become a big fish in a small pond and diversify? And um, I've been able to learn on a job, but also hire consultants and make friends and exchange information and share and learn what works and doesn't work. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how I felt being very
2: grossly underpaid. Is hard, so. But you know what I love because, you know, I don't know what grossly underpaid was, you know, with you, but I know I must have been grossly grossly <laughs> underpaid back in the eighties. Um, one of I I started music videos. One of my first was "You Play It Hard to Get." Right, that was my first music video. You it hard um, to get, hard too, right? Yeah, yeah. And. This production company, they did like a music video every week, and this is when like million dollar budgets. I did boys to men, everybody's
7: oh,
2: oh my god, no 24 hour days, right? Um, but there's something inside of us because on I did a Chub Rock video and mm. they needed somebody for the slate, right? So I was like, Well, I'll do it, and then. I was cleaning up the bar and just, you know, making changes. And they were like, Tracy, you set design. And I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> I, put, I asked them to go get food color. So I put food color in the different martini and yes. wine glasses, you know, but I was making this stuff up as I was going along, but I was doing like five or six jobs. They were like, do you know anything about makeup? My daughter was doing makeup. She was a kid, but radiance was really great at makeup. So I was like powdering people, but it just says so much about your character and especially I know what it's like to not have that information, to be able to excel or compete with the same category, um, uh, um, salary that your white counterpart will get more and Mm -hmm. have a less of a resume, Mm -hmm. you know? So, that the resilience of who you are is dynamic. Like, you know, like, I'm like, well, call me. If you have any questions, you call me because, you know, I've been blessed to be able to train casting directors. Elsa, who's on the phone. She did her first film this year. um, Aurora. Yeah. Uh, Noel Callaway is the director. And um, Asia, you know, it's like, because I used to always say, why don't they have information about how to be a casting director? And so back in the day, we had the Ross report and I would call up casting directors and I called up five and the fifth one was like, uh, I, I was like, you know, I'm a casting director learning, can I get it? And they're like, no, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. I said, Okay. I called it back and said, "I am a student at NYU doing an article on how underrated casting directors are." I got protocol rates. Tracy Moore casting was in the in the dirt the next day. Man, oh my god! Yeah, nobody was, and you know, it's just like agents. You know, they they don't want to give up the secret sauce because most people literally live and die in this position. You know, and and so. I felt like, and especially with people of color, like, you know, I, in, in the 80s, I was being told, excuse me, if I want really successful casting director, you'll never be a casting director because you don't know any agents. And I said, well, wait a minute. Agents need to know me, right? Because they're car salesmen, in mm-hmm. a sense, for actors. So they sell these people and these talents to us, right? Oh, I can, I, I, I'm sure I won't have any trouble with that. Um, but I just want to say, because I want to give you every single second of this. We have five minutes left. And if there's anything that you want to share in terms of any upcoming um, projects, um, you have opened door to the Spirited Actors anytime, anytime. So I just want to throw it to you before we go.
7: Awesome.
2: But she's not going, you guys. We're still blessed.
6: <laughs> um yeah so you want me to talk about
2: what i have going on or what's coming up or yeah tell us what's coming up or you know if you have any tips that for actors that are something that you stress and you want them to walk away with it's up to you
6: okay um tips for actors oh i have a ton um versify, <laughs> right so a lot of people just focus on one thing there are tons of um you can be doing commercials, you can do government contracting work, you can do um, simulated work, you can be a stand in, you can market yourself as a body double, whatever. There are so many different ways to make money. You can do voiceover, you can do um, listening. So definitely don't pigeonhole yourself in one space and know that it doesn't matter how old you are, how thick you are, how young you are. You can always act at any any age. You just have to look for the different um, roles um so definitely like look search don't get scams um, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> bb.com. Clen- I yes do and and look on the if you have kids or whatever if you're a kid even if you're not look on the sex registry list um look look Google people because stuff comes up you know what I mean um definitely look up different casting directors. Um, And reach out to them because if they're not calling you for something or if you don't get a call back for something, everything is so quick, you know, so they might it may not be for you, but they might have liked you for something else. So if you're not top of mind, you know, don't take it personal. Don't take any of this to your heart. You can have the perfect audition and everything, but a role could get cut or someone else that. They preferred and worked with in the past and has proven results may have come in or they might have, you know, it has nothing to do with you. Just stay consistent. Um, give to yourself, you know, uh, treat yourself kind. Um, put Watch what you put in your body, not just not in the food sense, but how, how is your self-talk? Because this is hard you're going to be auditioning and auditioning and getting told no so make sure you're uplifting yourself and edifying yourself and giving yourself motivation and mantras and just certain things not to take this personal because you can start feeling not great <laughs> you know like i i get yeah. when i when i miss a, a gig or something i'm hurt but i'm like wait my actors are probably missing Several gigs, so right. I have to protect myself. Like this, this is not for mm. the. Family. Um, and just go where you're celebrated. Figure out who you are as an actor, and yeah, just keep going at it. Like keep going and keep shooting your shot. Make sure you're on the sites and all that stuff, and you know, create a relationship with your film office. And I mean, they're blessed to have you. And oh, so, thank you, because you were telling me how you. Advocated for your actors on set and and that's not something that a lot of casting people do or a lot of Mm. people like I hate when I'm on productions and they treat people as if they're objects or clothes being moved like they don't respect their time they don't respect them as you know in their space did did they have water like I like to come to set at least one day a week possibly you know for a few hours just to check on everyone like make sure y'all not talking to my actors crazy or y'all don't have any PAs talking to them crazy and make sure my actors aren't talking to the PAs crazy because honestly a lot of the PAs give me my job (laughs) my
2: job they hire me for commercials and stuff so um you never know yeah you don't and I think that I just have to add to that that that's um Uh, my main concern is always the morale of the actor and it's, and you're right, you know, New York undercover, they used to call the actors skins
5: Mm.
8: Skins,
2: and it would say on the top of the sheets in a Sharpie skin list. And so is that where
6: background skins or these are the
2: skins? Yeah. Background skins. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Like pe- like not even people, just skin. it didn't even say background. It just said skins list. And the second ad would call me and say, "Tracy, do you have the skins list?" And I'd say the actors list. And he'd say, "Tracy, the skins list." I would be like, "Okay, we're going to send you up the actors list." Yeah. I always because you know the truth. You and I know is without actors, we don't have a job. So who really has the power? Hmm. That's the truth. I don't see a craft service table being put up. I don't see makeup chairs. So that's the truth, but that's not what is promoted because of the egos and the things that occur in this fantasy that we all play in. But mm-hmm. the truth is without actors, nothing is going to happen. So and <laughs> scene on that. that yes. That's what I say. Drop mic. Drop mic. And,
6: and, and I say that all the time. I'm like, if you don't, because I, I, I've i done background casting. I'm retired. Can't pay me to do it. Me too. Me too. I <laughs> Elsa. Listen, Elsa. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I don't care what the money look like. I don't care who it is. Nope. Yeah. I will do is 40. 40 people.
2: That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but good, yeah. 40? What? That's still a lot I, I know. I thought you said four. I was like, yep, that's it. no. No, oh. I I had this conversation, but you and I are going to have a sidebar because now we do have our actors that are coming on to ask you some questions. Oh. You man, my new best friend. Like you were my best friend in my head, and now to meet you, you just glow, man. Yeah. Oh my Any god. Yeah, yeah. You're my
6: real people. Like oh my and, Like Miss Shock, Miss Yeah, Asian, and Miss Sharon, yes
2: everything okay. okay well i mean and you got two people i'm gonna let you do it at the end before before you leave um but now elsa's gonna come on with um the actors that we have this was riveting you know i i just i feel the energy in my body sparking right now yeah i don't know <laughs> i love it So Elsa, who do we have for the questions for Thea Washington, casting director, producer extraordinaire?
8: Yes. Yes. So today we have two of our spirited actors. Um, Our first actor is from your area, Thea. Uh, We have Deborah Spears. She's from Maryland. And we have G. Rodney Owens, who is from New Jersey, ask a question as well.
6: Oh,
2: nice to meet you guys. Hey, what's
7: happening? (laughs) Excited to be here. Yeah.
2: So you know what, ladies first. Let's start with Deborah.
9: Sure. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm really struggling with a question because it feels like you covered all of my questions. And I don't want to ask you to repeat yourself because you gave a lot of information with the conversation with you and Tracy, really. My questions were in there. So I guess the only question I could ask to be kind of a little selfish question is for me personally, like what kind of person, if you were casting me, what would you say? Um, just ignore the, the obvious.
6: <laughs> I, I could see you as a doctor. I can see you as a mom. I can see you as the principal that, um, you know, the teachers love. But I can also see that, I mean, that the teachers and the students love. But I can also see you being very stern. Like, I, I, I feel like you might have that in you. Um, I, I could see you doing quite a few things, um, for sure. The loving, definitely like the loving mom, you know, that keeps the family together. Um, yeah, a boss lady i see you as those things
9: for sure thank you so much yes and thank you again for all of the information it was very good thank you
6: wait what part of maryland are you from
9: i'm i'm in ellicott city okay Uh, down the street okay yeah right down the street and i'm just a few miles from the only um theater where i um can't remember his name now pope another person that i met on tracy's Anyway, so
2: I'm... Um, I'm oh, Pope Steve. Jackson. Yeah, Pope Jackson. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Best, um, literally. Uh, Oni?
9: Yes. And it's like it's a Oni
2: theater.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I, I, I would love to learn about them for sure.
2: Yeah. I'll, right I'll connect the two of you, Thea. He's right there. Yeah. Oh, awesome.
9: Yeah. Yeah. So, so much. Appreciate you.
2: Thank yes. you, Deborah. So we will go on to G. Rodney Owen.
7: What's your hey, question? Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. Thank how you
2: doing?
7: I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good.
2: I'm doing
7: good. Good, good, good. I think this is always awesome because as actors, we don't often get a casting director's perspective on things, right? You do your auditions, you do yourself tapes at home, you submit them and you hope for the best. So to get the curtain pulled back, um, to get to understand the thought processes behind being a casting director is kind of cool for actors. So like, what are some of the things you, when actors submit their tapes or when you're looking for talent, what's that secret sauce that'll make you consider someone for a part, or if they're not right for the part that you're casting, kind of remember them maybe for the next project. Like how does, what do we as actors need to focus on doing to make sure we, we stay relevant for a casting director specifically.
6: Um, I would say, so this is something that I tell actors to do um, right. Basically create a spreadsheet and every single um, submission that you've done, put it on that spreadsheet and each quarter send them new, new um, digitals or new pictures of you, or just say, Hey, I'm checking in and you get an extra bonus point. If you say their name, like, Hey, such and such, instead of like a mass email, um, like don't CC all the casting people because we like to feel like we're the only one. So just say, hey, I'm just checking in. These are my new, um, what you This is what I've been up to here. And then you can go down the entire list like once a quarter and just check in. So you're not a bugaboo, you're not annoying, you're professional, you're sending in all of your materials. Um, and then also ask them if this is not the way I should submit. Or, you know, please let me know what's the best way to submit or whatever. Like, don't... If you get a casting director's number, um, be respectful. Don't be texting them late at night, asking them about something else. Like, y'all not besties right now. Like, it's still a professional-type situation. Um, Just respect them. Don't be annoying. A lot of guys um, like to be very familiar. And, And women, too. They be like, hey, girl. And I'm like hey hi you know or like I'll see like a lot of our counterparts will be like hey girlfriend and I'm like hello how are you how can I help you know like hold on we're not doing that um so don't be too familiar don't overstep like uh if a relationship happens great but the the first important relationship is a working relationship when it comes to the casting people so um cool. And one small thing you can do is put your phone number in every single thing that you send because we hate like digging through everything to find your number. And I'ma just I'ma go to the next person. (laughs) If I'm like in the rush, like I don't make me find and don't be like, if I ask you for your phone number, don't respond with it's on my resume. Whoa. Downloading your resume. Um I may be on my phone, I may be in a rush, and I may have considered you for something, and depending on what side of the bed I woke on, woke up on
8: yeah.
7: you might <laughs> be <laughs> oh, yeah, got it, got it, no, that's cool. that's all helpful information that I've kind of heard from someone else oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's oh. something I gotta work on. that's something I definitely need to work on as, a, as an actress being better in that department in terms of following up. Um, with casting
2: directors that I get to submit for often. So thank you. That was so wonderful, Thea. Okay, well, we're going to just take a little break here because you guys are still blessed to have Thea Washington, casting director, producer, so much more. Spiritual guru, love, peace, and soul. (laughs) I like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. All of that. Okay. <laughs> so we'll be back on the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and we're going to
3: have class in session. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com?
1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and T.
4: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher.
2: Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you are still blessed. We are so grateful for casting director, producer, Thea Washington. She's still with us. So excited. Ah. So much fun today, so much fun. So we are gonna have class in session and this is where we get a chance to play. We will have two spirited actor, in this case we have three spirited actor alumni who will read a scene and whatever feedback, words, diamonds and jewels you've been dropping that you wanna give them, Thea, I will pass that on to you at the end of the scene. Um, Elsa is gonna read the narrative and she will also introduce the actors. Okay, so here we go, Elsa. So today on class and
8: session, we have um, miss we have back uh, G. Rodney Owens and Deborah Spears. And we are introducing Letitia Harrison to the uh, to the cast. And so today's scene is unresolved, written by Tracy Moore. Um, Interior exam room day. It's a quiet, sterile room. The patient sits nervously on the edge of the examination table listening to Dr. Bridge.
9: Hello, good morning. How are you today? Good. Good, good. So we, we have your test results back. And um, I want to share with you that they were inconclusive. However, I don't want you to worry or panic about that. That happens. It just means that we need to do some more tests, and we will do that. And we also have a new oncologist joining our team who specializes in Merkel cell carcinoma. If that is what we determine that we're working with here, how's that sound? Uh,
2: in your opinion, do you think I have cancer?
9: So that's that sounds like worrying, and I don't want you to worry. But I will say that um, I prefer to wait till we have all the results in first. And I will say that if you have whatever your faith or spiritual or religious beliefs are, that you hold those close to you and close in your mind, because I have seen miracles before.
2: That's why I was referred to you. My cousin said
3: that you are the best doctor she's ever met. She's never met one like you.
9: you. Your cousin was one of those miracles. Yes. And you know, the oncologist I mentioned should be here right about now.
8: The door abruptly opens and Dr. Smith peeks in. Hello. Now come in. Dr. Bridge recognizes the voice Eric. Dr. Smith walks in. He's taken aback by Dr. Bridge's presence. Monica?
7: Wow. Wow. They didn't, no one told me you were the doctor that was leading this team.
9: Oh, trust me, I didn't get the memo either. Oh, how how have you been?
8: The patient sits in the middle of this
7: awkward ping pong match. I'm I'm good. Um, I finally left Chicago.
9: Well, I can see that, but I don't change your mind. You when we I, were uh, trying to convince you to leave. I'm I'm engaged.
8: Dr. Bridge tries to disguise her pain.
9: You made a commitment, Eric. You I don't mean to break up this reunion, but I'm so sorry. Please, my apologies. How unprofessional.
7: Yes. Please, please forgive me. Um this is not the introduction I want. I'm Dr. Smith. How are you feeling?
2: Anxious. I wanna know that I'm gonna be okay.
7: Dr.
8: Smith opens the folder.
7: I suggest an aggressive form of chemo that will attack this cancer.
9: Okay, um, with, with all due respect, Eric, I mean, Dr. Smith, should we wait for all the test results from the new test before moving forward?
7: I, I prefer to be ahead of the game. If the test results confirm what we see, then we have a plan. Attention billings okay. with Dr. Bridge.
9: No, uh, I'm so sorry. Before we do anything, I like to have all the test results, Dr. Smith.
7: I I assume she spoke to you about miracles.
2: Well, that is how I got here. Most doctors lack compassion.
7: Yes, they do. Okay. Well, look, <laughs> I can see I'm outnumbered here. So I'm going to go get the test set up and we should have the results in a couple of days. Dr. Leticia. Smith heads for the door. And, T-shirt, I really want you to try to relax. Let's expect a miracle, Dr. Bridges.
9: Yes, let's do that. Why did you? Break up? Why did you two break up? Yeah, no. he didn't believe in miracles.
2: See. All right. Okay. Good job, spirited actors. All right, Thea. I'm going to throw it to you. Oh my
6: god, that was so juicy. I want to know what happened next. Like, first of all, the timing was that that like where where's the rest of it? Um I, I need I need to know the rest. Okay. Like, okay. Can this be like a, a scripted podcast? Cause this was juicy. Um
8: wow.
6: but as far as the actors, you guys did amazing. Um, Letitia. Your timing was so good, like you interrupted them. I'm like, wait, did somebody mess up a lot? And she's like, I, I I'm sorry to break up the reunion. I was like, oh, because I'm like, oh wait, what what happened? Like I was just like, I was on the edge of my seat. I should have turned my camera off because my face tells everything, right? Um, but both, all of you guys, your timing was good. Um, your bedside manner is trash. But you tried to come in and save the day at the end, but it was very um it was cool. I loved it. You guys were great. Like it was awesome. Um very awesome. Good timing. Um you guys enunciate very well. Um I like to see reactions like when someone says something. I didn't see you guys like counting, you know, waiting for your response. Like you guys responded on your face. Um Deborah, I saw you like look down. As a response, when he said um, he was engaged, and you, you guys were great, this is juicy. Like I, I would listen to this, but yeah, doctor, you got work on that bedside manner.
7: Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really
6: good, great job, guys. Thank, thank you. you, thank
7: you, thank you.
6: Hmm. Yeah, you got to start believing in miracles, doctor.
7: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Took me a while, but. I get it
2: now. Thank you so much. You guys did a great, 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 great job. Thank you so much. And Thea, Thea, I just want to say again, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I want to call you back again. I just see a whole bunch of things Mm -hmm. for us to do and play. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. So I just want everyone to give Thea Washington casting director and producer extraordinaire a round of applause. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank, Yay. You. Thank
7: you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thank and you before so you funny. leave, who are the two people?
6: Oh, okay. So we talked about Asia and her beautiful mommy, who I love so much. <laughs> yes. That's my girl. Sherron um, is
2: crazy. I love her.
6: Yes. And um, so Yolanda
2: Hunt. Oh, Yes. Those are my people, and now, like, now that we have the facial, we have the physical vibing thing going on, we're all together. We're all united. We're all and united. Katie Richardson. Oh.
6: Yes. She's amazing. Black casting directors. Oh, and, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Shamita. Shamia Lucas told me about you many, many years ago. That is my friend. Yeah. I,
2: yes. Oh my God. That's in the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, that is I'm so family. happy that I'm retaining this and I have to document this so that I don't lose this. Um, no, but I'm please fine. give them... Go ahead.
6: Oh no, I'm sorry. I was going to say everyone speaks of you in the most high regard Aww. and you are so respected And you're legendary. And like the show that you guys are doing, like that's insane. People don't get to see behind the curtain with big celebrities and then you're allowing them a platform to perform in front of those people. You're allowing the celebrities to be human and share their experience like that. What what you are doing is it's just amazing for any actor, but for black actors providing a platform. That is, is I got chills. Like, I don't know if you can see that, but it's, it's beautiful. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sensitive thug. I'm not going to cry today, but <laughs> wow. It's like,
2: it's amazing. Well, you need to join us on the show. So we're waiting for our official green light. And wow. once we get the green light, Spruce is also a producer, writer on the show. We will I'm see you on the things. show.
6: Because
2: really? you know all the people, you know, you love this. So, everybody, they're amazing for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. I'm going to hold on to them all day and forever. And she will be back, ladies and gentlemen. She will be back. So, we will also be back on the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I'll give you some love. And now it's time to give love. So I wasn't going to talk about this until this morning. My son, Miles, was pressing me and he was like, Mom, this is such an accomplishment. This is great. You should talk about it. And the reason why I didn't want to talk about it is because whenever people you make a change in your life and people ask you about it, like I never want to come off judgmental or shaming someone. I always preference, this is my experience, my observation, what I'm doing. However, in August, I was diagnosed allegedly with arthritis in my right hip and which made it really challenging to walk. Um, I do walk, I can walk. However, I love my legs and I love the way that they've transported me all over New York City and I want that back. So I decided instead of the medical approach that my doctor had recommended, which was basically some pain pills first and some shots, and then far off in the future, because I have an ego, um, hip replacement, maybe. No. So I decided that in my research, I was going to choose to not eat sugar or incorporate sugar ever again. In my, di- in my diet, in my diet, I had an appointment with my doctor, and I got on the scale and was told that I had lost over fifty pounds. Now, I, I, I want to say I was aware that the weight was going away. However, that was not the concern. The concern was being able to manage the pain from the arthritis so that I could walk and be chill because arthritis, my ego is like, you're too young to have arthritis. So I want to say to you that we have choices in life, which is great. Make sure the the choices that you choose in your life are giving you life. You're eating to live. You're eating to regenerate cells and muscles and tissues that your body is a magnificent, spectacular machine that will heal itself and really functions on its own at nighttime. You don't have to remind that pancreas to do anything. So give that to yourself. Because what I will tell you, has been my experience is the clarity and the connection that I've felt vibrationally. The connection to your thoughts, your words, and the manifestation of that. There felt like a fog now that I feel this clarity. So. Take care of yourselves. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe, the legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you.